Welcome to Ancient Words, Modern Message. I'm your host, Roger Womble. The past is a mirror, and the more we examine what came before us, the more we can understand where we are heading. This episode of Ancient Words, Modern Message is different from the previous episodes as Roger Womble chats informally about the series and what to expect in future podcasts. You might want to settle in with a bagel and cream cheese as you listen to Bagel Side Chat number one. Shalom. My name is Roger Wombold. For the past 32 years, it's been my privilege to serve as General Director of Hebrew Christian Fellowship. I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of the podcast, Ancient Words, Modern Message. Perhaps you have listened to one or several or all of the previous 12 episodes, the first 12 episodes of this podcast, but this one is going to be a little bit different. Between the period of time from 1933 until 1944, the President of the United States, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, FDR, gave a series of radio broadcasts that were entitled Fireside Chats. It was a very difficult period of time in our country's history. It was following the Great Depression. It was during World War II. And FDR thought it would be a good idea to take to the radio and to just talk from his heart to the American people and to try to provide information to keep them uh, up to date on what was happening, and perhaps even to quell some rumors that might have been going around at that period of time. It is generally believed that those radio broadcasts were extremely effective in, in helping uh, to equip the American people with information. Well, those were called fireside chats, and it has occurred to me that it might be a good idea from time to time on this podcast for me, the director of Hebrew Christian Fellowship, to chat with you, the listeners to these podcasts, about various subjects uh, with information about the Jewish people, their culture, their religious practice their history, and from time to time, some information perhaps about Hebrew Christian fellowship. And we're not going to call these fireside chats because as I'm doing this recording, I'm not sitting by a fireplace. But I think we'll call this series of periodic informal podcasts bagel side chats because uh, it might well be that as I am speaking to you into this microphone, I could have a bagel with cream cheese next to me. And so we're going to call these bagel side chats. Again, I want to thank you for uh, possibly listening to the previous episodes, which all 12 of them uh, have been a study in the Old Testament book of Hosea. 
And perhaps uh, those who have listened have been wondering, why have we begun the podcast series with a study of this Old Testament book? Allow me to give you a little bit of background. In 2014, my wife Phyllis and I began a series of meetings that are held in a community center on the campus of a church in our area. We call these meetings, which are held in the spring and the fall of each year, Schmooze, News, and Views. That may seem to be a strange name, but it connotes the idea that there are actually three parts to these meetings, Schmooze, News, and Views. The first part is Schmooze. Uh, that's a good old-fashioned Yiddish term uh, for the idea of people just kind of mingling with one another and usually having some kind of a, a baked treat in their hands and maybe a cup of coffee as well. Generally, that is known as schmoozing, or it is a schmooze. Well, during the schmooze part of Schmooze News and Views, we encourage folks who come to the meetings to enjoy uh, some uh, baked goods, always baked by my wife Phyllis, usually a traditional uh, Jewish baked good that she has made in her own uh, oven, in her own kitchen. And folks uh, just enjoy uh, eating the cake and drinking the coffee and generally schmoozing, getting to know one another. That's the schmooze part. The news part of Schmooze News and Views is uh, when I give updates uh, about what's going on, news from Israel, current events in Israel, not only Israel, but in other parts of the Jewish world as well. What's going on in Israel and among the Jewish people, the 15 million or so worldwide? That is the news part. And then the third part of Schmooze News and Views is the views part. And that part is always a Bible study. And it is a study of a portion of the Word of God, the Bible. And in fact, since we've been doing these meetings since 2014, so really uh, for uh, approximately nine years now, uh, each season of Schmooze News and Views, the Views part, is a study of a different portion of God's Word. And I decided that uh, these Bible studies would focus on the Old Testament scriptures, certainly relevant to the whole issue of the Jewish people, uh, but also would zero in on uh, certain portions of the Old Testament scriptures that are less known. And in fact, uh, during the period of time that we have been holding Schmooze News and Views and these Bible studies, it's been my privilege to do a, a study of each of the 12 uh, minor prophets, the books of the Old Testament, they would be the last 12 books of the Old Testament, beginning with the book of Hosea and concluding with the last book of the Old Testament, the book of Malachi. Some might wonder, 
why have I decided to, to begin the series of studies, the views of the scriptures, with these books? And there is a reason for that, actually several reasons. But one reason is because I believe that there has been generally a lack of a systematic study of the scriptures of the Old Testaments. And I think it's important for us to understand that our study of the Bible should not just include certain portions of the Bible, but should include the whole Bible. And the fact of the matter is that uh, the minor prophets, that portion of the Old Testament, uh, those 12 books, uh, the minor prophets are not very often studied carefully and systematically. That's why I decided that it would be a good idea to include in this series of meetings, the views portion of the meetings, a careful study of the books of the Old Testament. That would explain why it is that the series of podcasts uh, ancient Words, Modern Message, uh, began with, uh, in fact, the study of the book of Hosea, which I did during one of the uh, seasons, actually two of the seasons, of Schmooze News and Views. And so that's uh, one reason why uh, I decided that it would be a good idea to to actually include in these, these meetings a study of the Old Testament books, and specifically a portion of the Old Testament that is less known. The other reason is because I think it's very, very important for, uh, for folks to understand that uh, though the Old Testament scriptures were written so very long ago, when we're thinking about the Old Testament minor prophets. We're thinking about uh, a portion of scripture that actually was written over two and a half millennia, over 2,500 years ago. But it is absolutely astounding to realize how relevant those portions of scripture are still to us today. I can't tell you how many times in the course of these studies after we have moved through a portion of one of the minor prophets or another portion of the Old Testament scriptures, uh, folks have come up to me afterwards and have said, I can't believe that what I'm reading in that passage sounds so much like what is going on in our world, in our country, even in my life today. And so the fact of the matter is that the Bible is relevant to us today, and even these old portions of Scripture are relevant to us today. That, by the way, is the reason why we have given to this series of podcasts the title, Ancient Words, Modern Message, because, of course, these studies are studies of ancient words but these are ancient words with a modern message that is absolutely relevant to us today. There are two passages of Scripture in the New Testament which, which I believe make it very clear that this 
careful, systematic study of all of the scriptures, Old and New Testament, is very, very important. The Apostle Paul wrote to his young son in the faith who was involved in ministry, Timothy, in Paul's second letter to Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. He said this to Timothy, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect or mature, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. It's important to note that Paul says to Timothy here, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. Evangelical Christians believe that the Bible from the first verse of the book of Genesis to the last verse of the book of Revelation, all of the Bible, every part of it, every word is God-breathed. That is to say, is inspired. And so these words of Paul to Timothy are extremely applicable. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. And Paul goes on to say that all scripture, every single bit of it, is profitable. And it's profitable for doctrine, that is for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness, and the result of studying all of the Word of God is that we can be more mature in our understanding, more mature in our faith, more mature in our service, because we have been completely equipped, thoroughly furnished unto every good work that God wants us to do. And because of that, I believe that it's important that we study every portion of the Word of God and not neglect any portion of the Word of God. That's one of the reasons why in these studies at Schmooze News and Views and some of these studies that you uh, will hear in this series of podcasts, Ancient Words, Modern Message, uh, are studies of, of portions of the scriptures that very often are not carefully studied and examined and considered. Another portion of uh, the New Testament scripture uh, that is, I think, very important to keep in mind is what Paul wrote to the, uh, the church in Corinth, uh, the Corinthian church, in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. And in that place, the apostle Paul is referring to a period of time in the history of the Jewish people, a history of the nation of Israel. And in particular, he's referring to the period of time when they were leaving Egypt after 400 years of slavery of the Jewish people in Egypt and making their way eventually to the promised land under the leadership of Moses. And of course, uh, certain Old Testament books, like the book of Exodus, obviously, uh, Numbers, uh, Deuteronomy, uh, those portions of the Bible record the events of the history of the nation of Israel and the Jewish people during that period of time. And it wasn't all 
glorious, and it certainly wasn't all uh, commendable. And in fact, Paul talks about the mistakes that were made by the Jewish people during that period of time and lessons that that either they learned the hardware, hard way or they were supposed to learn and maybe didn't learn. And in summing up all of that, the Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 11, Now all these things happened unto them for examples. And they, that is all these things, they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the ages are come. The all these things that happened unto them and that are written about are actually the history of the Jewish people that is found throughout the Old Testament scriptures from the book of Genesis through to the end of the book of Malachi. And Paul says that all of those things experienced by the Jewish people that we can read about in the Old Testament scriptures, all of those things, they happened to them and they were written down and we can read about them. And the purpose of all of that is to be examples to us. The Greek text actually uh, uses the word tupakos, tupakos, uh, to describe those things that happened to the Jewish people that have been written down. Tupakos. All these things happened tupakos. That is to say, all of these things happened, and that word tupakos has given us the English word typically or typical. And so we get the idea from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 11, that Paul is saying that what we read about in the Old Testament scriptures, the history of the Jewish people and everything that happened to them and how they reacted and how they, and how they learned and how they didn't learn, all of those things happened typically for us, in other words, we're going to experience similar situations, similar circumstances, similar challenges, and we read about the experience of the Old Testament Jews so that we can learn from their example. And Paul says, all these things happened unto them typically, for examples, and they were written down for our admonition upon whom the ends of the ages are come. Now we have to acknowledge that uh, those events that are recorded happened 3,500 years ago, at least the Exodus, that period of time in the history of the Jewish people, 3,500 years ago, but they are as relevant to, to us now as, uh, as they were then. And now we have to acknowledge the end of the ages has begun to happen to us because we're now 3,500 years after the actual date of those events. And because of that, once again, it seems as if it's prudent, it's wise to study the Old Testament scriptures and to consider the history of the Jewish people because there's so much that we can learn 
from their history, their mistakes, and hopefully not make the same mistakes ourselves. And so to sum it up, the reason why in this series of podcasts, Schmooze, News, and Views, uh, you are going to have the opportunity to hear uh, studies of various books of the Old Testament. The reason why we think that's important is because, number one, it's not studied enough, and we want to try to provide uh, information that maybe is not always so available. But number two, because this is relevant information uh, that can be used by us in, in trying to serve the Lord more faithfully, more effectively, that we might be thoroughly equipped to do every single thing, every good work that God wants us to do. I would add to that this. Uh, what kind of uh, conclusion do we reach when we study the history of the Jewish people in the Old Testament scriptures? As we consider some of the minor prophets that were written uh, to um, the nation of Israel, the northern kingdom, the southern kingdom, at a particular period of time, what kind of conclusions do we reach about through that study? I think the answer is very simply this. God isn't finished with Israel yet. There are many promises to the nation of Israel, to the Jewish people, uh, that uh, we see in the Old Testament scriptures. Many of those promises that were made to the nation of Israel have not yet been fulfilled. Promises by God to the Jewish people. I think that for the most part, everyone would agree with me that God, our God, is a God who keeps his promises. He doesn't make a promise and then not keep it because, for whatever reason, because there has been a change in circumstances or situations, because there has been a passing of time, because the culture is different. No, God keeps his promises regardless of any of those developing issues. God always keeps his promises. He is a God who is a promise-keeping God. And so our study of the Old Testament scriptures points out to us that there are promises that God hasn't yet kept to the nation of Israel. The fact that much time has passed doesn't mean that God isn't going to keep his promises. It simply means that God has not yet kept those promises, but because he is a promise-keeping God, he will keep those promises yet in the future. And so that leads us to believe that God isn't finished with Israel and the Jewish people yet. That is a powerful message for us to keep in mind as we consider world events and situations and circumstances, especially among the Jewish people, and even considering the modern state of Israel. 
And so it is very important for us, Hebrew Christian Fellowship, to encourage people to consider the Old Testament scriptures, but also to consider their relevance for us today as a reminder that our God is a promise-keeping God. And so I thank you very much for listening to this first bagel side chat. There will be others in the future from time to time. Please tune in and listen to those. Meanwhile, as you have the opportunity to consider studies of various Old Testament books in this series of podcasts, I trust that they will be a blessing to you. I trust that they will serve as a reminder that God's Word is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, as the Apostle Paul reminds us. God bless you, and I look forward to speaking to you again sometime real soon with the next Bagel Side Chat. Thanks for listening to Ancient Words, Modern Message. You can expect a new episode every other Monday, so please join us again. Ancient Words, Modern Message is supported by Hebrew Christian Fellowship. To learn more about our ministry or to ask a question, contact us at hcfellowship4819 at gmail.com. If you know someone who might be interested in this teaching, please share it with them. And please consider leaving a review of what you've heard on Apple Podcasts. Your input helps us make our program even better and reach new listeners. All you have to do is open up the podcast app on your phone, look for Ancient Words, Modern Message, scroll down until you see Write a Review, and tell us what you think. Ancient Words, Modern Message is produced by Studio D Podcast Production. And I'm your host, Roger Womble reminding you that the Word of God is living and active. Until next time, showers of blessings on you and those you love.